So when is an act of terrorism an act of terrorism? When an MP says so? Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits. I got a newsletter in the mail the other day, as did everyone else, I believe, who lives in Russell, which is a town of about 5,000 people, just sort of southwestish of Ottawa. I've been here since the fall of 2020. Yes, I moved during a pandemic. Go figure. We all found in our mailbox last week this newsletter, which comes from our Member of Parliament, whose name is François Drouin. I think he's a Franco-Ontarian, if, I, if memory serves me correct. And these are things that MPs, Members of Parliament, do all the time. They inform their constituents about things that are going on in Parliament and committees that they're voting on and work that they're doing, yada, 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 to just go to show that, in fact, they are doing something because we voted them in and they want to be seen to be actually working for the exorbitant salaries that they get. This newsletter was the usual pablum, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But something really struck me in this particular one. So I want to read you a very small excerpt from the newsletter. Here is Mr. Drouin. Looks like a very young to me, a handsome Franco-Ontarian. And here's what he had to say on the very first page of this newsletter. On another note, we have all seen the images that have transpired from January the 6th in the United States. Here's the key part. The terrorist attack on Capitol Hill is sickening. Many people will go to jail for a notion that stemmed from a lie and that was further amplified by the president and a few U.S. politicians. It serves as a reminder that democracy is not perfect. It constantly needs to be nurtured. There are no quick fixes to complex problems. Dialogue will always trump violence. He's referring, of course, to the riot, raid, coup, insurrection, frat party gone wrong, terrorist attack on Capitol Hill on January the 6th, during which the Senate was confirming Joe Biden's victory over a loser Donald Trump. Uh, We've all read and seen and consumed a bazillion pieces on this, so I'm not going to go over what uh, happened and what didn't. I'm pretty sure you're going to know on this one. What worries me, though, is the fact that this MP, Monsieur Drouin, who, again, I have no reason to suspect he's not a, a decent Canadian, categorically called it a terrorist attack. Fully recognize, I, this may these may not be his words. Uh, these may be the words of the Liberal Party of Canada, which, of course, is led by Justin Trudeau, our Prime Minister. And so he may be simply repeating the party line, what the Liberal Party of Canada thinks happened on January the 6th. So I looked a little bit into Monsieur Drouin's background to see if he has any experience in terrorism, violent extremism, uh, that kind of thing. And I can't rule it out completely, but on the um, Canadian Parliamentary website, it says that he's on a, the Standing Committee of Agriculture and Agri-Food. Yeah, I don't see a clear link between what he does for us in Parliament and this notion that he is somehow somebody on, with, on whose view we should rely when it comes to terrorism. Why is this bothering me? Because this is indicative, in my honest opinion, of an attempt by the Trudeau government to dictate the dialogue on what happened on January the 6th and, more importantly, what it means for Canada. 
So, of course, you know that in the wake of January the 6th, the leader of the New Democratic Party, which is a far-left party in Canada, Jagmeet Singh, called for the listing of the Proud Boys, whom we now know played a significant role in that event on January the 6th in Washington, to have them placed on the terrorist list here in Canada. There was a vote in Parliament. Parliament unanimously voted to list the Proud Boys. Never before, to my, in my knowledge, has the Parliament voted on any group as a terrorist group, Al-Qaeda and Islamic State included. So that was a little bit weird. And so we now have this notion that what happened on January 6th was so dire, was so violent, was so catastrophic, that we have to call it an act of terrorism. And it is having repercussions down the road here. I've stated my position quite clearly since the outset. I think January the 6th had elements of domestic terrorism, as the FBI in the States defines it. There are also elements of an insurrection. There are elements of, and perhaps an attempted coup. There are elements of a riot. There are elements of a group that simply lost control. It was all of the above. It was, as I said, a real dog's breakfast of actors that day. It was not categorically an act of terrorism. What I am happy to see over the past couple of weeks or so is a an increasing sort of dribble of articles and op-ed pieces on a variety of social platforms in which Canadians and others are now saying, hmm, maybe we don't want to list the Proud Boys as a terrorist group. Maybe that's counterproductive. And some of the reasons I've seen is that there are better ways of dealing with them. They don't really qualify as a terrorist group. It gives them far too much attention and, in fact, can push some of the more extreme members of the Proud Boys in a more violent direction because they've been named as a terrorist group. And I really do welcome this dialogue. As I said since day one, let's talk about this. Let's talk about what terrorism is. Let's talk about what violent extremism is. Let's talk about the events of January 7th. Let's talk about what's happening here in Canada with the existence, true existence, of some potentially very worrisome elements like the Proud Boys, like the Three Percenters, like La Meute in Quebec, like the Soldiers of Odin. We've had a far-right presence and a far-right extremist presence in this country for a very, very long time. And we all recognize that. And more and more people are paying attention to this right now. My old organization, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, I'm pretty sure is devoting more resources to far-right investigations, which we did not do in my, in my time because we were too busy looking at Islamist extremists. What does this all mean? What this all means is that if I, I hope I'm not reading too much in this newsletter by Monsieur de Douai. It strikes me that the Trudeau government is engaged in an initiative to dictate the dialogue to Canadians by calling January 6th an act of terrorism it strikes me that they are eliminating certain other possibilities, certain other avenues of debate, but coming out categorically and using the T word. Am I overreacting? I mean, am I making too much about this? Why would the MPP, sorry, the MP rather, MPPs are provincial in Canada, why is the MP, Member of Parliament for Glengarry Russell, which is the riding that I, that I vote in, that I live in, why is he taking the time to put us on the front page of his newsletter? in February of 2021. Is it that big a deal to the, its constituents? Are those of us in Glengarry Russell cowering in the corners because of we fear the Proud Boys are marching down the streets of Russell? Population 5,000 people? 
Is this that big of an issue during a bloody pandemic that our MP has to bring it to our attention and tell us that the terrorists are coming and the terrorists are coming? Am I making a mountain out of a molehill here? I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to hear what you think about this. I'm just seeing some unwanted influence by the federal government in this regard. And I have talked to some colleagues that have confirmed to me my suspicions that the government is exerting influence on law enforcement and security intelligence agencies to see things a certain way. To start focusing on some things and not others. Whatever happened to the independence of law enforcement and the independence of security intelligence? This is not a good move. This is not a good direction that Canadians are going in if this in fact is happening. I'm not saying that the Trudeau government are the only government that did this in the past. I'm sure conservative governments did similar things. At the end of the day, you want your protectors to protect you based on what they're seeing, based on the investigations that they're doing, based on the intelligence and evidence that they're collecting, not based on the flavor of the day. Some whim that the prime minister or his cabinet or his MP from Glengarry Russell happened when he woke up that morning. That's not the way you do security intelligence and it's not the way you do law enforcement. Anyhow, that's what I think. I want to recognize a rather odd hockey team today. This is the uh, a cap worn by me and others who played for the Atlantic Region team for CSIS in a tournament. I forget what year it was. Uh, CSIS has an annual hockey tournament, has had since the mid-1980s when it was created. And one year, those of us uh, who played for the Atlantic Region team, we call ourselves the Ice Puppies, uh, actually won. We won the C Division, which is the lowest division. Uh, it shocked the shit out of us that we won because uh, we were worried they put, put us up to B next year, the B division, which is a much tougher division. We want to stay in C. So we convinced the organizers that we were far too hungover to know what we were doing and that the championship was a mistake. And in fact, next year, we, w- we lost all of our games again. Anyhow, before I let you go, of course, we have to look at the Hardy Boys Guide to Wisdom from the Hardy Boys Guide to Life, Frank and Joe Hardy, Boy Detectives. This is a good one. It comes from the Hunt for Hidden Gold, rather Hunting for Hidden Gold. If you're the head of a nationwide crime certificate syndicate, never leave a list of the members with their contact information lying about in your hideout. I love the word hideout. Someone might find it and smash your gang for good. So all the terrorist groups out there, including the Proud Boys, don't list list of your members. Don't leave a list of your members lying about because CSIS and the RCMP will find it and they will arrest or harass all of your members. Are you from Glengarry Russell? Did you get this newsletter? Did you just toss it aside as the, many of the others I, I noticed in the post office did? What do you think about this notion that the government may be, in fact be dictating the terms of how we look at terrorism? Love to hear from you. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and Facebook. If you like the content, when I get more, go to the website, borealisthreatenrisk.com, hit the subscribe button, get a free daily digest, all the podcasts, all the blogs, all the interviews, etc., etc. Also want to point out there's a button there to to buy my new book, The Peaceable Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada from from Confederation to the Present. It's only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling in Canada. I've got got a few copies left. It's it's selling out fast. Better get yours soon. Anyhow, I'd love to hear your feedback on this and other things. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.